Keep up with the new. Keep up with the important. Keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day. Stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current. Well, Liverpool Council is celebrating a huge victory after a lengthy battle with the state government to remove speed cameras and lift a 30-kilometre speed limit in the Liverpool CBD. Mayor of Liverpool City Council, Mr Ned Manon, listened very closely to community feedback and concerns and worked diligently to enforce changes to the speed zone. He joins me now. Ned, welcome to Tuam FM's Keeping Up With The Current. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. It's a, it's a good day now that we can drive a little bit faster in Liverpool. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be a trial, but it went on, I think, for over two years. You've received an avalanche of, of complaints uh, since you took the mayoral position. What percentage of Liverpool residents didn't support the 30 kilometre per hour speed zone to remain in the Liverpool CBD? Look, there was an overwhelming amount of people who didn't support the 30 kilometers. We're talking, we're looking at 90% plus. Now, when we, what we did is we went through a process um, in obviously discussions with the minister and transport. And part of that was getting, uh, doing community consultation. Now, when we did that, this was the number one issue uh, where we've had the highest amount of people provide feedback on. And through our survey, we had over 90% of respondents saying they want the 30 case to go. They said it was it was uh, making things more dangerous uh, and it was causing them more distractions because they had to look at their speedo rather than keep their eyes on the road where they should be. So roughly how many residents approximately were surveyed in the consultation process? I think we have, off the top of my head, we have around over 2,000 people off the top of my head mm-hmm. that, submitted, that took the time to put their feedback in. And that is massive compared to the other things that we get. You know, for example, we put the climate climate uh, climate policy out on exhibition, and we had zero people respond to it. So it shows where people's views are in um, in this area. And who were the main portion of respondents? Were they mainly LGA residents, or were there people from other neighbouring councils that you know visit Liverpool regularly? It was mainly people from Liverpool, but yeah, there were people, some some people from outside the area. Uh, you know, we had, I remember, we had people, bus drivers, who had perfect driving records. And you can imagine, they're driving buses all day, they drive in the inner west. They had never received a fine before in their whole life until they got to Liverpool on the 30k speed limit. We had a lot of locals, and as well as some, some people from outside driving through Liverpool who were just getting extremely frustrated and decided, you know what, we don't want to come back to Liverpool, we don't want to drive through here. Especially for those who have maintained a very positive driving record, that has completely tarnished that for them and for, for no complete reason. I mean, what was the main feedback or concerns received from the Liverpool community to describe the trial? In what way did it affect them? You mentioned one aspect, which was that there was a sense of distraction or disruption to their driving, having to keep looking at their speed odometer. What was the other feedback received? Yeah, so I think uh, when we look at the way that we actually drive, it's very behavioural. You know, we, we have behaviours that we drive. You know, we somehow, when you think about it, we, we do the speed limit. We get to 60Ks when it's 60K, we get to 70Ks, and we kind of just sit there because we know how to mm. we know how to do that. Um, the behaviour of a, when you hear the word school zone, 
the next thing that pops into your mind is 40 kilometer. They're almost the same terms, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so people have seen schools on, so well, okay, well, just gotta go below 40 Ks, that's all I gotta do. Yep. And with the speed camera being right there at that school zone, made it even worse. So there was, was that, obviously caused congestion because big streets already slow enough as is. And, um, you know, it, it, it was, uh, it, they were like, well, this is adding to congestion. Uh, and once said, we're paying attention more on our speedo. Um, some people just find it was very, very hard to do that. I know the way that I had to, my, the way that I had to develop a new behavior was that is basically roll down the street. So I remember when I, when I got past Liverpool train station, uh, heading towards a hospital, I'd have to take my foot off the yeah. the accelerator completely. And that's how I'd maintain 30 Ks. And people are like, this is weird. And they're like, why isn't this in anywhere else? So, so people are saying, well, Sydney City has a lot more people uh, uh, walking around the streets than Liverpool does. Why don't they have a 30 kilometer limit? Why are we being picked on? So, for example, why does Liverpool have it? But why not Sydney City, where there's a lot more people walking around the streets, or the inner west, um, where there's people everywhere? And I think they felt like they were being picked on. So I think what we, um, thankfully, the minister has listened to us. Uh, she's responded uh, in a very good way. She's overruled her bureaucrats. And I think it's important to understand that this decision had come from a bureaucrat to put in place. You know, someone who had this, you know, this fanciful idea saying, oh, let's, if we slow things down, then people will, will be encouraged to walk around more. And it's like, well, sorry. You know what I mean? I'm not walking from Preston's. I'm sure you're not walking from, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> Hinchinbrook or Water Grove to come here. You know, what I mean, it's it doesn't work that way. This is this is Western Sydney where car relined, and we just want to do what we need to do and get from A to B. Don't make our lives more difficult. Mm. So, thanks for the minister's listen, Natalie Ward, and I think it's been a great achievement from uh, the minister. That's right. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, those bureaucrats have this idea, this notion that they want people to you know ride bikes and to walk to work. Um, but that's not relevant for people in this day and age, especially. I mean, of course, we do encourage, you know, that kind of behaviour when necessary. But if you think about it, if there is a tradie, he's not going to want to walk or, you know, he's got all his tools in his his ute, for example, he's not going to choose to do that. Someone who has a number of kids having to go to and from school, that's not ideal for them. So, what was the initial reason why those speed zones were dropped to 30k an hour? What was the initial reason? So part of this is what the previous council did. So um, the other mayor and the other councillors, uh, they adopted a domain master plan. Um, and that was a big document that talks about how Liverpool should look and what it, how it should function. Inside of that, they, they adopted a 30-kilometer speed limit. Now, a lot of them say, oh, no, 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 we didn't, but it's clearly in the document that they adopted. I don't think they realized how, um, how um, people would feel about it and the passion they feel against this 30-kilometer speed limit. And they worked with Transport for New South Wales to implement it. And they were saying, oh, look, there's a lot of people walking around Liverpool. Uh, so, yeah, let's slow people down and make it a bit safer. And look, there were, there, there were incidents that had happened. People, unfortunately... Um, have been involved um, in incidents with the vehicles, and, and their argument was, "Oh, Nate, oh no, the, the, the numbers work. You know, what I mean, we've had we've had a we've had a massive drop in um, in, in incidents with people in cars." And when we look, I said, when, "When was the data taken?" They said, "Oh, over the last two years, i.e., during COVID." COVID, well, yeah. as we know, very quiet. <laughs> not many people walking the streets. <laughs> not many people were in their cars, especially in lockdown. So that whole data, that whole data set is flawed. 
um, and that's what I'm. That's what I uh, we challenge them on. So, uh, yeah, they they're saying ultimate safety. Well, you know, if it's thirty k's and let's go to twenty k's, it becomes even safer. Where do you where do you draw this line? The reality mm. is, driving is a risk. Being a pedestrian is a risk. Unfortunately, and um, there's no other way of uh, sugarcoating it. And mm. uh, we just need people to be careful. But no matter what you do, if someone's going to be uh, an idiot and look at their phone and try to cross the street without looking up, then yeah, well, no matter what speed is, they're going to be hurt. So we need people to take responsibility for their actions. Everyone, everyone just needs to be careful. You could be going 30 k's an hour and still be distracted by a mobile device and still hit into someone because there is, as we know, very high pedestrian activity, uh, predominantly on Biggie Street. Um, and, you know, like you said, a person has to take the initiative, take the steps to be very conscious of, of how they're driving and, you know, make sure that they're not being disrupted by anything. But, you know, for a lot of people, they were saying that, you know, they think that the decision to lower the speed limit was more about revenue than road safety. Yeah, well, look, the you know, some can argue that. Look, I, I don't necessarily uh, buy into that. I, I think it was purely just, you know, these, you know, people have ideas, these bureaucrats who live in the inner city where they have public transport right next to them. You know, every second there's either there's a bus, there's a light rail, there's a new metro station being built uh, for them and they have access to it. They live in a, their family structure is different than, you know, Western Sydney. We have higher birth rates. We have larger families. Uh, so, you know, I mean, once again, you, you, to, for us to use public transport is much more challenging than, um, Mm. You know, people in the inner city. We don't want its access. And two is like, I, I try to get for me for me to get to Liverpool by public transport. Oh my God, it would be it'd be it would be a mission. Of course, uh, it would be a mission. Of course, of course. So, so people so, opt for obviously, you know, using their cars. And for someone like me, I do have to travel through Biggie Street to get to my son's school quite regularly. And the reason why I go through that street, not because I enjoy it it's because i want to avoid crossing the hume highway or going through the hume highway because you know as we know the hume highway in liverpool is ranked you know the worst accident hotspot in sydney so yeah so that you want to avoid something i guess <laughs> i'd rather avoid yeah you know that hotspot <laughs> then and, and that's what liverpool liverpool's always been this point where all these roads intersect it's where we it's where we go from you know we we go from east to west, so we we leave the city, we head out west to Liverpool. But once you get to Liverpool, generally speaking, you know why Liverpool was founded, it's the, it's the point where you start heading south yeah. to Campbelltown and Canberra. So so there's all these roads intersecting, and that's why we have all these issues. And they're trying to and Big Street's one of those one of those streets. Big used Big used to be the original Hume Highway once upon a time. Wow. Then it was Macquarie Street, and now it's um now technically it's Copeland Street. That's what the Hume Highway mm. is at the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I don't think it's about revenue raising. I think it's just about people thinking, oh, let's make things safer. Let's impose it on them. You know, it's a great idea. Yeah. And but, yeah. You know, but you know, I feel like, uh, you know, not really. not really, no. I mean, one of the main things you want to try to avoid while you're driving is anxiety and stress. And that's one thing that, you know, driving through a 30 kilometer speed zone actually enforced upon us, you know. Having to keep monitoring the speed limit, it, it was very anxiety-inducing and, and very disrupting for me having to do that. And then there was a period of time where I was almost certain that I 
received or will receive a fine. So I, for the for the next couple of weeks, I kept checking the, the Service New South okay. Wales app for weeks to come. So it's not only the stress of going through that street, but also the, the weeks and months after that, you know, having to keep checking to see if you did receive a fine. It's, it's, it's way too slow. <laughs> It's way too yeah, slow. Yeah, there and you go. See, you, 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 you've lived there firsthand. You felt it. Exactly. exactly. And, and there was someone who, who made me laugh. I mean, we know there are so many people who set up petitions online. And this person said, you know, he was driving one time and an elderly man was walking faster than the speed of his car was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, wow, yeah. Yeah, and people even, you know, people even got like a fight, like the people going to the hospital, one of their family members is unwell. Yeah. There's like no one on the streets and they, no one, not, not even a car or a person. And they were, they were getting uh, pinged for, for going over 30 Ks. It's like, what, what, yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah, right. yeah. It, it doesn't make sense, does it? You know, especially if you're rushing to the hospital, like you said, and there's no one there. But in exchange for lifting the limit, council is obviously required to install an extra pedestrian barrier which you believe to be, of course, a priority, something you'll be focusing on. So tell us about some of the, I guess, ideas or implementations or improvements that will be made in terms of pedestrian safety for that area, given, as we said, that it is an incredibly busy pedestrian area. Yes. Yeah, so I think firstly you need to look at the, the difference in Liverpool. So if we were to look at Big Street, Big Street is a big... Big Street is a... Um, a, a a sort of a main road mm. you know it's part of the part of the ring road so more people are using it like more to go around liverpool rather than go into liverpool uh but obviously it's so basically imagine you have a ring road which is bathurst street big street so people circulate around that and then you have the inner streets which is a bit more uh, it's a bit more different where there is probably a lot more people walking around now um i think when you look at each one of them then they each have to look at how do we make things a little bit safer in each one of them? And I think just putting up some of the pedestrian barriers, you see Big Street already has a lot of them. Mm. Um, uh, where Liverpool Public is, they, 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 they do exist. So we're going to look at increasing some of those. Uh, you know, there could be um, some places we might have to put some speed humps, but that's not something for Big Street. That's something that you'd look at doing it on some of the other streets, um, maybe internally. Uh, we are going to we are going to keep that little section of Macquarie Street that little bit. We're going to keep that at thirty k's. You can't even go more than thirty k's there because there's always um, there's always a lot of um, people parking and stuff. And that's because that's and that does have that's that's the main pedestrian little zone, and that's only two hundred meters. Uh, but everything else will be back will be back to forty k's. What about the speed camera at the moment? Is that still in operation, or will drivers be fined if they go Look, a few k's over the speed limit? Everyone still, everyone still has to do 30Ks. I mm. think that's very important. We, we, we have to re remember that. Keep, keep doing 30Ks um, where we just, our discussions of when they will actually, the change will happen because there's a lot of process. There's a lot of things that have to be done. Mm. A, lot, a lot of physical works, i.e. changing the signs and so on and so forth. Um, so that's, that's not going to happen overnight. So please stay. Don't, don't exceed the 30Ks. They have said that or they, they've moved it onto caution mode. I still wouldn't trust that. I would still... Um, I would still keep on doing the 30Ks, don't risk getting the fine, um, you know, and, and, yep. and drive safely. So do you think that had it not been for this victory that other councils would have had similar limits imposed? 100%. This was, uh, was going to spread and thankfully we were, we were able to nip it in its butt. I know there's other councils that are talking and looking at it and there are other councils who are fighting against it. Um, so... 
uh, yeah, the, yep. that, well, the good thing is we've, we've stopped this and I think, uh, I don't think anyone will be, will, will be doing this unless there's a really, really very high pedestrian area where, you know, you really don't want cars in there, then you do this because that's what, that's what this does. The basis, when you're saying 30Ks, we're saying we don't really want cars to drive in this mm, area. Mm, right? Yeah, because cars and pedestrians don't mix. I mean, at any point in time, you could have a car, you know, run people over on the footpath. You know, it could happen. It does happen regardless of the speed limit. People sometimes could be parking and instead of putting it in reverse, they drive ahead and, you know, they hit people in a, you know, a cafe, for example. So it does happen even when you're parked. There's a risk <laughs> regardless of what situation you're in. Um, but, of course, you know, what happened is a reflection of when community and council work together, you can achieve great things. So well done to you, Mayor of City Liverpool Council, Mr Ned Manoon. Thank you so much for your time with us today. And thank you. And thank you for everyone who helped us get this out. Keep up with the new, keep up with the important, keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day, stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current.